Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And it's Josh. It is Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. And back by popular demand is our best friend, Sam from the Absent Friend Shadowcast. Good evening. Ah, good evening. Yeah, you did the thing. <laughs> Rose is being thrown on the stage. Left, right, and Standing center. ovation. <laughs> we were talking about it on the ride in. You know, everybody loves the thing, you know. The thing, uh, the, the tagline. Yeah, the bit, you know. We were t- I was at a birthday party this past weekend and people were referencing it there too. So I want merch. I want merch. I want merch. I want. Will we yes, get sued lighters, if you everything. put like the Rocky Horror lips on the back or front, and then "Good evening" on the opposite? That would work on the sleeve. Some, some kind of bird leg. Some kind of. It's just a pair of totally. lips. Absolutely. <laughs> just it's yes, no. It's comic art. It's pop art. It's good. So, State of the Union. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. How yes. was six sold out shows of Rocky Horror Picture Show? It was absolutely insane. Yeah. It was completely insane. It surprises me every year how crazy people are and how much they love it it's amazing i also completely adore the idea of people walking into the later night shows like the second show and the cinema is just in (laughs) shambles there's toilet paper everywhere toast crunching everywhere glow sticks on the floor and if you've never seen this before and have no idea what you're walking into it must look post-apocalyptic god knows what i somehow overheard a young man might have been late teens or 20, just say as he was leaving, I kind of heard about Rocky Horror, but I had no idea. (laughs) And it's so funny whenever you're in the world, but I'm sure somebody doing the same thing of going to a certain Broadway play or going to a sporting event or going to a crazy rock band where you think, oh, everybody knows Rocky Horror. Oh, but no. But then you're like, no, there's always the younger person coming up. For sure. And maybe they're new to Carlton or whatever. And their friends are like, we're going to Rocky Horror. But I'm always fascinated by that, that every year there's somebody who is maybe not even expecting a shadow cast. No, they're just expecting a movie. And all of a sudden people are throwing things and singing and dancing. <laughs> right and, in their face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must be hardcore. It must be very um, disarming, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. Absolutely. It's craziness. But it was a lot of fun. People got really crazy. It's always really fun to see also the contrast between the early shows and the later night shows. Mm-hmm. The earlier shows are a lot more proper and conservative and people don't shout as loud but then the later night shows you can tell that one or two people in the audience have had a drink or two and they are having a blast and it's amazing i like amazing continued improv aspect of it of course because during one of the shows i guess it was on halloween one of your shadow cast handsome mark came out and our running gag for a decade is he always wants to leave yeah. So my only job is to keep him there. And he's always trying to talk me out of it, or he's pretending to walk out the front door. Bastard. And the show's on. Of course. And he's doing this. So I forget the context, but he needed examples of three things that are of the same group, but less known. Okay. So off the top of my head, I was like, I don't know, do you mean like Atari, Sega, Nintendo? So I threw him a couple of those, but then realized... I never got the context because I was busy elsewhere of how that fit how in. How that's going to be used. So it's at some point, Tim Curry is like activating a magnet to attract the wheelchair of one of the other characters in the show. Okay. Anyways, yeah. and there's three magnets that pop out. Oh, right. And I don't know, because he comes up with these lines really on the moment. And it's something to do with nerdy things out nerdying each other until yeah. you get to Rocky Horror. It's a 
you have to be there type of that thing. That makes sense because I said like, I don't know, do you mean like Gamera, King Kong, Godzilla? And yes. he was like, yeah. Yes. I'm like, okay. Absolutely. So I don't know which one he took from my short list, but. He has a different one each time and I could not tell no. you. And it's <laughs> horrible because I'm on stage every time it happens, but I'll let you know next time. Which is actually really funny because I was having dinner with him yesterday or the night before and he mentioned okay. ask, getting some source material from you and there I you found go. it. Oh my God. That's very funny that you bring it up. Um, and he has no, I don't know, shame. And I'll bring this up with all due respect to the late Matthew Perry. Oh, what? yes. What, what Matthew kind of Perry passed away, very sadly, talented yes. TV actor, film actor as well. Yeah, yeah, Star of Fools Rush In. Yeah. You know, great film that everyone remembers. And <laughs> God, he passed away like a few days before Halloween. And Mark put a joke into oh, it was Horror. it was even worse than that. Oh. It was much worse than that. Oh no! It was after one of our, I think he died on the twenty seventh. Oh wow! And after our first show that night, both my partner and Mark's partner okay both sent us Matthew Perry just died right, and they know that we would check our phones between shows very quickly about yeah. whatever, just <laughs> checking up what's happening with the world, sure. and they knew because we keep tabs on famous people that have passed yeah. every month to use them at a very specific point like in the Deadpool movie. Like a Deadpool almost in a way. Yes, you know. absolutely. And Matthew Perry, fresh out of, oh, yes, man. fresh out of the morgue <laughs> and we're yelling it out. And that first night we yelled it. Oh, no. Half of the audience was, of course, booing us. And the other one was <laughs> completely shocked because they were finding out. I was that about Matthew to say, yeah, like, there yeah, must yeah, have been some people. Like, yes. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. But it felt like a very... Punk rock, John Waters kind <laughs> oh, of move. Oh, you have to. You but that Matthew to. Perry would have respected as well. But we, yes, absolutely. Like, it's the point of that line is to be very punk rock. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so on Halloween, it's my tradition. I always work the Halloween show. And I knew it was coming. And so I could just hear the muffled something, something Matthew Perry. And like genuine audible gasps. Yes. Of People, shock and scandal people taking out their fans and getting yes. the vapors and fainting and clutching you know, like, their pearls it yes it was crazy it's beautiful <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful my parents finally came to see one That's of the right. shows which yeah, was i met the whole family yes which was great they've seen it many years ago but they refused to come to any show as long as it's not a matinee so six o'clock was the closest to a matinee we're ever gonna get and they loved it apparently my mom found it a little vulgar yes but whatever there was no her crying and going, what have I done? How have I raised no, this? <laughs> not at all. Quite the contrary, actually. When I was in kindergarten, yeah, I was madly in love with The Wizard of Oz. Always am. And I love that. Uh, I'm not going to make light of anything, but anyone who can't look at a child who may be of the gay persuasion, yes. Yes. and not to stereotype, but, but I picture young Sam with a full beard, Yes. Uh, and yeah, yeah. He wasn't being, born so much as he fell out with the beard. And yeah. And, and being like a big Judy Garland fan and yeah. any kind of right wing weirdo going like being a homosexual is a choice. And I'm like, it's, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Friend of Not Dorothy had a very I, early I love that. Age. I love that. It was delightful. And she made me, she hand sewed red sequins to a pair of high top Converse to make me my own ruby red slippers. And I would go around all the time with them and so on and so forth. And it just so happens that in Rocky Horror, one of the pairs of shoes I wear are ruby red slippers. And I was like, well, mom, your ruby red slippers graduated to like platform yeah. stripper heels. But here we are. <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. It was great. It was did great. she go see you in Cabaret? Yes, of course she did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like that all your live performances are 
of the uh, I don't know cabaret. I guess is controversial of the yeah, time for sure. It's it still is. I mean, it's yeah. very relevant nowadays with these political parties going. Yeah, <laughs> those types. <laughs> oh my god! But how was Halloween for you guys? Oh man, it was. Uh, yeah, what did you do on Halloween? What did you do, Eric? I, you weren't here, were you? Uh, no. Well, get wait, a is that a like? Are you trying to get me to admit that I didn't come and support you? Because, <laughs> like, uh, if that's the case, no. Of course not. No, I did my usual thing where I, like, talk a big game and love Halloween and they just hide in the basement <laughs> and that's watch horror That's so movies. surprising you, to But you live in a pseudo-suburban Do you even have a basement? Home. Yeah, of course I have a basement. Do you, you, you're you're on the wall in my basement. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, good. yeah, I'm still underground. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's good. And he lives a block away from that basement, so it's always funny to me where I'm just like, ah, he's so close to this photo of him. <laughs> well, not really a photo. Now it's starting to sound like a serial killer thing. Well, but... that's okay. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's... So you just hung out in your basement? I get. I With mean, a it's picture uh, of me. That was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> like it's such a blur now. I don't remember what I Were did. Were kids but banging I, like... at your door and throwing eggs at your house? No, like actually, I don't... do kids go around our neighborhood? I mean, I'm told yes. Do they? I've never. <laughs> I've avoided them, and I mean, partly from covid like the first couple of years because like, i guess that's fair yeah. yeah we moved in in 2020 so yeah. i'm like no offense but like I don't, i'm not kids i don't want to say kids tend to carry disease because i don't mean that <laughs> they but just do like, I mean, yeah they kind of do like i mean they're, they're just around and they're doing stuff and it, it happens you know and, so like the establishment i worked at previously to the, the funeral home i'm at right now was in gathno all the staff were all lesbian and i was the token gay guy that's a fun none of us have kids it's all yeah, great yeah, all yeah. right i hadn't been sick in five years i move offices to ottawa my colleagues are all straight women with kids that are in daycare and they're sick every other day i have gone through a string of sickness so yes much like rats children carry disease yeah a hundred percent that so that's i mean but that's also like kind of an excuse on my part because i just don't want to you damn breeder okay well i mean in a way but also not like we're not having kids so it's like we're god not (laughs) listen they would be very attractive kids cool old mr larson with like a skeleton on your front lawn and like I'm sound effects that. and giving out cool candy. And I make stuff. sound effects all the time. My wife has it. Do. But it's, it's you not, certainly ah, do. You know, I'm like coming with that. But the kid, you know, I don't know. This, giving out sounds, VHS tapes. Uh, see, now <laughs> yes. that I should, I should do that. But I'm like, I always want. Every year, I'm like, yeah, I should, I should be that guy. But I'm like, first of all, you know, watching horror movies on Halloween, it's like, come on, like that's what like did you watch? The best. I don't remember. I'd have so to, it might not have been horror movies. Uh, no, actually, no, I do remember. I watched Mandy. Because I was like, it was a rewatch after, you know, it's been a couple of years and it's like firmly in my top 10. Every time I, it it is a work of art. It is a beautiful movie and it just gets better every time the music, it's just, it is wonderful. Like it's one of those ones where like the shots are like, that's a painting basically. Watching it here was amazing. And like, so I rewatched that and oh my God, it was, it was so awesome. So amazing. the idea for me, I'm watching five minutes of a movie and then the doorbell rings. So I run upstairs, whatever. And then I'm throwing candy at the kids and then I close the door go down five more minutes of mandy and i'll run upstairs again so it's like well am i doing this or am i putting a bowl out and then you help yourself but you take the whole bowl i can't trust you You need to dedicate half of your evening straight up to door duty exactly which is what i'm not doing so yes indeed you know so i'm like do i want to give away candy and not watch did you decorate inside yes 
but not outside because if it was outside then they would, would be think obvious to come to the yes, door, you know, yes, so. yes 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 i really okay. do want to get i've said before like one of those gigantic skeletons one of our neighbors did have a gigantic skeleton I, yeah on whatever street one of the streets you yes know? not the ones that we live on but another street no. you know? and i was like oh sick i've got to come back later and take that skeleton but no was, you should have i would say it was like 10 feet it's a 12 foot one it was 12 because it was hard foot. it looked a little but i'm pretty tall so it's hard it might be the perspectives <laughs> maybe are... and it's also kind of bent over yeah yeah that's yeah. true that's true so it's yeah. not just me you know but, but it's scary the you hell have, out of my dog. And it's quite large. Yeah. If yeah. you have a 12 foot skeleton on your front lawn, you gotta give it a candy. Like, you, you can't. 100%. 100%. People will be ringing at your door. That'd be the most funny if you went full on with like. Everything like and no candy. Lights and zombie hands coming out of the ground and all that stuff yeah. and like Monster Mash playing and just put up a sign. No candy. That's no. hilarious. Well, see, that's the trick. No, oh, that's actually wonder, brilliant. Do, would a kid, are kids too lazy to be like, oh, let's dig his house. That's a lot of work. Let's just go get some other I candy. Don't, do kids still do that? It sounds like no. a very like I haven't heard 80s slash 90s. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford to do that. Like that was a meal for a week. What are you Straight doing? Straight up. That's hilarious. I mean, the toilet paper. Yeah. We use a lot of toilet paper. Yeah. I I've never witnessed too. it. Even in my youth, I've never no. witnessed an egg I guess house. I know. Does that really happen in movies? Yeah, well, it's happened. I know, I've heard of I, it. Well, it must have happened. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Well, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, in the, when I was growing up in town, you know, it was done. But, like, I didn't Fair. witness it happening. Okay. Know? Plus, like, I lived half an hour outside of town, so it was hard to see anything happening. Boom. What about you, Joshua? Yeah, tell us. I was here you for Halloween, here? Yes. which is my... Securing pizza for us for the next Thank day. God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, on Halloween night, for some reason, the Shadowcast weren't that hungry, so I got to that eat, like... Sweet a bunch of vegan pizza the next day so speaking of the vegan pizza yeah the vegan pizza you get yeah is to die for i know it's to die for (laughs) so a while back we got pizza and eric got his regular cow pizza and i got my vegan pizza and opened it up and i was like oh no they put real cheese on my pizza and even a devout cheese eater like eric looked at it and was (laughs) like oh i don't know and he was like let me just carefully taste he goes oh no, no, that's vegan. So the evolution, I think vegan cheese 20 years ago was a mess. Well, so listen, I had, I just thought it was a vegetarian pizza. I had yeah. no idea it was vegan. Exactly. Until you told me. I would never have been able to tell you that that was vegan cheese. Never. Yeah, we've hit this fast food thing. Uh, and I'm sure people could debate this, but like, especially with fast food stuff, like KFC has a chicken burger and same story. A friend of mine tried that not realizing Yes. And didn't know because, you know, processed meat and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, it tastes this. Yeah. And the pizza. And I've heard a rumor that the genius vegan scientist chefs have got a cheese curd down for poutine. And Dang. I've heard somewhat verified reports that it's very, very good. Because most of the time, if you're faking poutine at home, for myself, I just put whatever day of cheese yes, I have, of which many people do. But I've heard a rumor that the cheese curd has been perfected. That's fascinating. I also recently found out that the cheese curd is a very, like, East Coast Quebec thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have a friend who's, like, in Calgary, cannot find cheese curds. No. Unless he's going to a very specialized boutique type of thing, and they're worth a fortune. Yeah, like $100 (laughs) per curd. Are you kidding me? It just, it blew my mind, because aren't they kind of like a byproduct of the usual process? Yeah, aren't they just leftover cheese that somebody one day realized were delicious? Totally. Yeah, that's about about right. But, so, on the topic of vegan cheeses, my sister-in-law would be the term and we're doing a potluck for christmas and she her and my brother are vegetarians Mm -hmm. and enjoy the whole foire into veganism now and then she is preparing a vegan brie oh yeah and it's apparently a three week long process 
are you insane? <laughs> like three weeks to make a, well, I guess the actual brie take longer. But yeah, probably. That's like dedication. I'm very excited. Like she got spores of mushrooms that are to make the crust. Oh, of it's the... so much work. <laughs> Have you ever had one? Oh, well, so Gwen has made various fake cheese for me over the Christmas years. Okay. And none of it's easy. They're, no. they're none of it's good. I'm like, no, no, man, no. A good thing she it's doesn't listen. It's very good. But it's various devices yes. and taking very expensive nuts and <laughs> making those into cheese. So it's both oh, not geez. cheap and not Time easy. efficient. Yeah. But, no. oh, I'm, I'm all for it, though. But it's like <sighs> anything. Like, I was talking about pastries where a number of years ago I had a vegan Nanaimo bar. Mm. And it was a mess. Just like the <laughs> filling was just like gummy bear wrong. Ew, okay. But then more what? recently, our friends across oh. the street at Black Squirrel get stuff from a bakery called Strawberry Blonde, and they have one that it's perfect. Strawberry Blonde, you say? Yeah. Oh, it's it good. There's great. I'll have to look into that. In town, yeah. we've got Strawberry Blonde. A friend of mine runs a place called Thimble Cakes for cupcakes and stuff nice. like that. Maverick's Donuts. Maverick, Maverick. Susie Q. Mm. Susie Q, oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, there's tons. Actually, I had a vegan Maverick donut, and it was delicious, of course. Yeah. But I think the sweetness level of vegan pastries yeah. is sometimes out of this oh, world. Yeah. And they don't mess around. I Just the other day, a friend came to visit and was nice enough to bring me a donut. And it was a pleasant surprise because it was a chocolate donut with a hole, but then it had filling inside okay swanky which isn't usual usually the filling goes like boston inside. cream style yes 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 but it's a what i you know it's a big homer donut yeah we went all in and we each ate one but at the end i'm like i could eat in a third of that like i think a third of that was a tim hortons donut oh my god okay that's it, too it, much it was so big that's and fantastic where is this donut from where uh, can Susie we get Hughes of course in where are they hintonburg Hintonburg. Or, yeah, yeah. For, yeah they're so good I will tell you the Beyond Meats, they make a Beyond Chicken now. Yes. And yeah. it is phenomenal. It is the best. I mean, chicken is chicken, but it's like the best fake chicken that I've ever had. Like it's straight up phenomenal and obviously not cheap because it's, you know, yeah. it well, is no. what it is. But. I would love to see a documentary about how they come up with these oh, alternatives. Yeah. It, yeah. it just sounds like mad scientist in a kitchen somewhere coming up with artificial chicken. And it takes feels like it takes decades it, to get it down because it's like it now the beyond chicken is like the most that it's ever tasted like chicken like if you gave that to a meat eater they might be tricked like imagine yeah. in another decade yeah well if it might we're be still too here scary. they're yeah. like never <laughs> eating human at that point you're like no nah, it's vegan it's fine i don't know what universe this is but i don't love it fabulous okay so let us mention the movies we are screening the week of friday november 24th we have May-December coming back for a second week. I saw this one. I think you'd like it, Sam. It's very meta soap opera because the plot is Julianne Moore is a teacher who hooked up with her, God, I think like 13-year-old student 20 years ago. Yeah. But they're still together. Natalie Portman plays an actress who is doing a bad TV movie about that and comes to meet her and research. And then stuff goes horribly wrong. Oh, my God. But it purposely has like a, despite Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman, two real Oscar-winning actresses. Fantastic actresses, yeah. yes. It purposely has this kind of soap opera-y feel to it with the music <laughs> and just that weird meta thing of it's like an actress playing an actress. And, of course. But it was very well done and very uh, almost campy sometimes. So I'll an interesting to... mix of like mainstream and campy. Absurd. I'll have to check that out. Definitely. It, and it has a similar premise to the Adam Sandler movie, That's My Boy. Uh, <laughs> Does it? Yeah. He hooks up with a teacher when he's a kid and then they end up having 
having a child, then it ends up being Andy Samberg. I had no idea that oh was the God. plot of that movie. Yeah, and then they make a TV movie about that happening. That's not the whole central plot of the film, but just at some point, you know. It's and, hilarious. This is an inadvertent remake of an Adam Sandler movie. And that's it's, so it's sad. An R-rated one. It's it's on Netflix, and it got bad reviews. And I mean, it's stupid, but like it got it, bad it, reviews, it, and it's an Adam Sandler movie. But it, well, here's you know, it's, yes, yes. But here's the thing, though. I mean, like you know, Happy Gilmore, great. I mean, everybody can enjoy it. Even my parents, they can enjoy that. But like this one, I had no expectations, but just for a dumb comedy, it was actually quite funny Fantastic. somehow. So I don't know. Not that I'm recommending that. This Julianne Moore movie sounds much better. Is yeah. this what you were watching when I came and saw you guys? It was. Because I came, yeah, when I was at a birthday party and I popped over to reserve my seat for Devil's Rejects, him and Gwen were there in their seats. And I guess I looked at them and didn't even Yeah, we notice. waved at everything. I we did waved. not. I saw yeah. nothing. But I, lo- I saw people because whenever, and I was telling them, I was like, whenever I see people in your seat, I glare at them because I just, they, like, you know who seat those are, you know? And Obviously. So, and then I guess it was actually then I was like, oh, shit, it's you guys. And I, I'm sorry. She's like, yeah, we were waving. I was like, I literally took in none of that. I understand the feeling. It's happened a few times. Oh, to you, probably all. All the time because all be the people time like you rocky i was waving at you whenever you no no i mean with you specifically <laughs> oh me as well yes oh no, yes of I'm, course i will walk by I'm your house the first observant. time i walked by him yeah in our neighborhood oh, I noticed, yeah he was like oh doggy sees the dog <laughs> yet i'm just like eric to be fair <laughs> eric i mean it's a cute dog I it mean, is I, I yes just, yes but like okay i, I notice animals i don't know you're something of an animal in a different way of but course like, it's so meow yeah and it, that was it's a great story you know it's it fun to see and i was like oh because i don't think i was like why would i know anybody in the neighborhood well yes it's a thing we'd been neighbors for like three years at that God. point darn it anyway anyway carry on next carry on. priscilla the new sofia coppola mm, movie yes which is an interesting aftermath to the movie Elvis. It's very interesting, the timing. They're completely different. Of like, course Elvis, they are. Because Elvis, talk about campy, was yeah. like Spectacle. big, yes. over the top. Huge. Baz like, Luhrmann. Just like. fast-paced, quick. And this movie is... Sofia Coppola. Sofia Coppola. Like, yes. looks beautiful, kind of slower-paced. The course. Elvis stuff's on the outside of off-camera, kind of. But the same story from a different point of view with two very different filmmakers behind it. And different actors. And different actors. Crazy soundtrack, probably, based on her stuff in the past. And I think, deservedly, does not paint Elvis in a great light. Especially, you know, speaking of what we just said with, like, Julianne Moore being adult, starting to date her student. I think when Elvis and she hooked up, she was, like, what? She was, like, 14 or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was... He was on his military service in Germany. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's in the movie. (laughs) And then they were together for a while. But, like, stuff like that. Like, I know it's Elvis and he's famous, but... 14 and you're dating the most famous person on the planet and you're in grade 10 or whatever it, it's outrageous that's the, just like it was Jerry Lee Lewis I think it was like yeah yep. but it was his cousin I think yep that's true and I, she, know that. I think she was 14 as well like or not more than 16 which no, is not because that was Winona Ryder and Dennis Quaid and Dennis Quaid was uh, whatever geez. 30s and Winona Ryder was teens God, it's so like, oh, and even Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, that was kind of the thing. I remember when I was in high school, he was dating a high oh, schooler, yeah. like not from my high school, obviously, but you know, like, oh. so, and that was a big thing, but everyone loved Seinfeld. So it was like, it's fine. He's 20 years older. It's fine. It's fine. It's You're like, but Priscilla looks great. I love Sofia Coppola and she's definitely like has this amazing style of her own. And yes, she's a Nepo baby, but she's a talented Nepo baby. Yes. Yeah. And she's, she has a very peculiar style. Like they're very slow. Like they're yeah. atmospheric. Yeah. It was a positive review and was like, nothing really happens in the movie, no. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Well, it's and like, I'm so glad I saw it. Absolutely. It's like Marie-Antoinette or even yeah. Lost in Translation. It's the moments in between actions almost. Like yeah. it's Yeah, she's very interesting. I'm not sure if this is true, but Elvis 
played in Ottawa, apparently. He would have played, from what I understand, at the Bronson Center or a building that had been there at the time. Okay. And he would have apparently proposed to Priscilla in Ottawa. Oh, what? wow. Is what I've heard. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not sure how true that is, but apparently it was like a huge deal for him because it was his only tour outside of the U.S. Yeah, like I wanted to say like 68, but that must be way too late. Can't remember. I've, I have heard that. It's all a blur because I know because like Hendrix has played here and Led Zeppelin. I mean, there's lots of like the Rolling interesting, Stones. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times even. On yes. the, so, I mean, stuff like that I find so fascinating is it's just such a timepiece. A hundred percent. So then we have the Ottawa premiere of a movie called Who's Your Father? And mm. I like it because it's spelled Y-E-R, which is how I pronounce your. I, I was saying, when you have a <laughs> podcast and you hear your voice a lot, I realize I've got a couple of pirate words. Cool. <laughs> I say your, I say who's your father? And I don't know if that's an Ontario thing or a Canadian thing. I think it's, every, well, maybe it's a, your, yeah. yeah I, your. I, I, I cannot say who, your, your, that sounds your, like, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. said it like eight times now, but anyways, <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but this is a East coast comedic detective mystery. Mm. The trailer looks very funny. And on opening night, we're going to have the director in attendance oh, to do a and a which is always fun. And genuinely, it looks really funny. Like, people laughing at the trailer as it screens. And we all know that Canadians have a long history of being funny. So, uh, uh, really good reviews for this one. The filmmakers have won some awards for, like, their shorts and stuff like that. I think this is their first big feature. But, yeah, I, I always love getting stuff like that because it's fun having Absolutely. a filmmaker who is has sent us very nice emails about thanking us for booking it and he's so honored to be at the legendary Mayfair Theater and I'm like yeah we're cool well of course a hundred percent that's gonna be a fun screening definitely yeah Jonathan Torrens has been pimping that one apparently I think he's friends with the filmmakers but it's actually legitimately supposed to be good and 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 actually one of the guys at the party I was at on Saturday I think he knows the filmmaker or some of the people who made the movie and his cousin is in Sloan randomly I don't know this is just this random guy he's a big fan of the room and big shark he's like a pre-fan of that so He's a pre-fan. Of yeah, that, and a of fan course. of the podcast. So I'm like, he's possibly listening now. But I was mentioned, he was like, my cousin's in Sloan. I was like, is your cousin Chris Murphy? And he was like, yes. Yeah. And so I was like, this, which is good because I didn't know the other three guys' names. So that actually was like pretty sweet. So hey, I forgot his name. That's oh, boo. Shout out that guy. <laughs> then we have the late 70s classic The Warriors. Amazing. From oh, Walter Amazing. Hill. Classic indeed. It's a great movie. I love this movie. This is one of my cornerstone high school watch at the Mayfair movies. When is it on? When is it on? Uh, Saturday, at least. Saturday, November 25th. It's on three days. So Saturday and a couple weekdays. My claim to fame with this movie is that when I visited LA once to visit a classmate of mine, very undramatic, but the best scene in the movie, the guy who goes, Warriors come out to play, yay. I saw that dude walking down the street. Oh my God. And he's from Twin Peaks and all kinds of stuff, but it was very just... You know, him and his friends going to dinner. And I was just like, but your brain is like, it's that guy. And you yelled it out, obviously. Yeah. Of course. I pulled out some bottles and started clinking. I always wonder, like, a a little scene like that, how directed was that? Did the actor put in that extra syllable? Was it in the script? Because it's such an iconic scene. It's true. And that could have just been something. It could have just been improv. Warriors come out to play. It could have said something. Absolutely. But when it was filmed in the late 70s, I have talked with a New Yorker about this, and they said there was no production design when the Warriors was shot because New York City looked, looked like, like that. that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's crazy to think how in 2023, New York City 
for better or for worse, you hear some New Yorkers complaining about it, mm. is much cleaner, Broadway's safer, yes. crime is down. But you look at the Warriors, and it's like a time capsule. All that graffiti, the way the subway looked. For sure. And they shot there to save money. Well, so it's funny you bring this up, because you guys were showing Cruising a couple months oh, ago. Oh, right, yeah. And I finally got to see Cruising. I had heard a lot about it. And since then, I've just been fascinated with reading up about gay subculture in new york in the 70s and kind of the leather scene and stuff and it's very secretive and very intense but all the pictures of these places look horrible like yeah it looks very much like the set of the warriors it's just decrepit new york and really sketchy and crime was anyways man and they cut like an hour out of that movie too oh yeah there was like a so much more. hardcore shit in there and like well or at least intense. hardcore quote unquote i mean by well for that type of knows? movie at that time yeah. yeah like intense but coming back to the warriors i love the baseball furies yeah. in this movie they look crazy and i got a baseball cap with their logo cool. on the top of it and i was wearing it everywhere loved it but people kept reading furies as furry Ooh, oh boy! <laughs> and so, unfortunately, I've had to retire. No shame oh. to the furries, but I had to retire the cap. But it's such an epic thing, and only once some guy was like, "Oh man, the Warriors!" And I was like, "Yes, like, finally, Jesus!" <laughs> but no, epic film. Did Holy you hear shit. that Lin Manuel Miranda's return to Broadway is going to be? an adaptation of the warriors really yeah it's interesting on a number of levels where it's like why do a remake instead of something new yeah but he must have a great idea you know he can do whatever the hell he wants it would make an interesting musical kind of a like the jets kind of yeah yeah and with his kind of like rap broadway style in there is it going to be retro is it going to be present day is it going to be alternate universe you know all that kind of stuff like is it going to be set in the 70s versus like the 2020s interesting that's all i've heard that but i believe that's true is that he is going to do and I don't know if this means he's in it or doing the music or directing. I don't know. but We'll have to keep an eye on that. But yeah, in this world of many, many remakes and adaptations on Broadway, it's hard to think that he has to do this, but maybe that's like easier. Like I want to do yeah. an, an established property. For sure. Maybe he's completely different, wants to yeah. jump into it. We'll have to all see. Those costumes on stage it's going to be stuff. fabulous. Yeah. Absolutely and, beautiful. And it may also be like that he knows someone's going to do it, so he may yes. as well. That's kind of why Rob Zombie did Halloween. He's yeah. Like, They're yeah. going to do it, so I might as well just do it, do it. and see what yeah. happens. And we saw what happened. <laughs> so then we wrap up our Noir Vember with Gun Crazy from 1950 which was added to the National Film Registry back in 1998. So it's a B-drive-in picture with a bit of clout. Not difficult to find good reviews because I've got four to four stars from Combustible Celluloid, five stars from The Guardian, and it's just one of those cornerstone, kind of Bonnie and Clyde, 1950s or like late 40s. You look at the poster and just like a perfect drive-in classic yes. kind of. And it, it's you just at a glance, you know, it's what type of movie yeah, it's the, going the to be. Yeah, the poster is just like... A girl in a green top with two guns smoking a cigarette. She's got it's a beret. So she looks gun crazy. She, she looks, looks gun crazy. Gun crazy. <laughs> and I, it I looks like fantastic. This is the 25th anniversary of it being enshrined in the library. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Congress oh, or whatever the hell it's called. So. And I seen, unbeknownst that it was a remake, a million years ago, I saw the Drew Barrymore possibly straight to video movie Gun Crazy. Huh. And that was from like the mid late nineties or so. Interesting. Ninety eight, perhaps. Well, that maybe. would have been amazing. Maybe. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, that one of. But I love these movies. It's just so fun to see them on the big screen. Was it an actual remake of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. Oh, so that'd I, be a fun double bill if you were at yeah. home after, and I don't know if it's on YouTube or whatever. I don't. Know. I imagine it's on. I'll take a guess and say it's on Tubi because that's where all the <laughs> weird bad movies live. Well, you, you know, and I was like I'm trying to watch Poison Ivy 3 double build with Gun Crazy 95 or whenever that was, you know, that's an interesting night. Yes, 100%. And then finally this week, we have Saturday Night Cinema. Oh, yeah. Our free for members, members only secret late, late movie presentation. Yeah, and it's 11.30, thankfully, so it's not as late as late could be, you know? So yeah, it's like a little earlier. Still, if you time it just right, or if I time it just right, because Lee asked me to do it right before we hit record, you can still catch that last bus, that yeah. the one o'clock bus. It's the, it's the best feeling, you know? So Do you know what you're screening yet? Yeah, and, well, and that was a funny thing, because I was like, we're literally sitting down to do the podcast, but I was like, obviously, yes, I'll do it. And second of all, like, yeah. Because he usually likes to know, like, pretty quick what I'm thinking, you know? And mm, it's yeah. like, well, nobody wants to know what I'm thinking, but anyway. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, two ideas. I have it down to two I got 50 50 shot both great you know is one of them 1995's gun crazy it is now there's <laughs> three options you know Good. so i've heard that <laughs> josh said it's amazing so absolutely yeah so we'll uh you know we'll see but I, I can say that it's the warriors leading into cinema so like that's good. a pretty cool double that's bill. a good double bill. yeah 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 if, think yeah about that's that. true do you have a holiday season one in the back of your head yes. for next month? Well, I did. I had one that I was going to do in July or August or something, and it, it's set during winter. It's not set during Christmas necessarily, but there's snow. And mm-hmm. he was like, well, why, why don't you hold that one until December? Or January, I guess. And I was like, well, that's fine. For me personally, like, I prefer the escapism of not watching a movie set in snow than going out to the pitch black <laughs> snow. But I get it. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, we'll see. We haven't, I keep meaning, like, you're, you're going to leave a December spot open for that one you made me wait months to do, right? But I haven't brought that up yet. But if it's on a Christmas one, why aren't you doing it in, like, January or something? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. So I could. That's totally fine. If December gets wonky, because I'm sure he has some ideas for December. What about I, a Hanukkah he, one? Have you done a Hanukkah uh, movie? Yeah. No, like there, um, I don't know that there's a great one. There's like Hebrew Hammer, but I mean, that's like Hebrew Hammer. Yeah, yeah that's like a deliberate comedy, though. So it's that not, sounds hilarious. And now that I've said it out loud, I could never do it for cinema. I think that's how that works, but still, like, <laughs> well, so it's a fun idea, but yes. like, it might not, it's even hard enough to pick a Christmas one that fits and everything yes, is, it would be, you know, so it's, yes. it's very hard, but yeah, looking forward to it. it. It will be good, the mystery film, like, whenever of it course. does happen. Very of good. Course. So yeah, come out. So that's it. That is our movies for the week of Friday, November 24th, 2023. We're going to wrap things up because poor Sam busted his back right before coming here. Jesus. He could go home and lay down. No way is that funny. No. Take a bunch of drugs and lay down. I was going to say, where's my morphine? Yeah. God. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find more information at mayfairtheater.ca and on various social media stuff thanks for joining us sam my pleasure as always thank you for having me thank my puppy barda for being so good and sleeping beside me so quiet very cute so good good podcast producer Uh, Uh, and we'll be back next week with more mayfair theater podcast thanks everybody bye bye and i trust next week we'll be getting the world premiere of dream scenario the new nick cage a24 (laughs) film it's not gonna happen These are the armies of the night. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? The Furies. The Boppers. The Hi-Hats. The Lizzies. The Turnbull ACs. The Gramercy Riffs. Riffs! 
And these are the Warriors. We know about the Warriors. They're a heavy outfit. They're from Coney Island. Warriors? You guys are the big dudes, huh? Now, they're in the Bronx. We're going back. 27 miles behind enemy lines. It's the only choice we got. Between them and safety, stand 20,000 cops and 100,000 sworn enemies. I want them all. I want all the warriors. They've got one way out. They've got one chance. They've got one night. The Warriors.